is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Mesh Tsunami podcast. Today, we kick off our fifth season with six conversations from episode one, our update from the co-hosts, and a look at some of the patient treatment challenges we'll face this year, particularly connected to the potential approval of resmeterone. There'll be no vault this week. It will be back next week. This conversation features Louise Campbell discussing her past two months, which mostly center around a new updated website and capability for her company and app, mylife365.me. Louise discusses the app's expansion to all major English-speaking markets, plus France, India, and more countries to come. She also describes how the company pursues liver health awareness for clients, including simplified, color-coded reports that help patients follow their own progress neatly, and discusses how human dynamics within companies or groups of colleagues can lead to friendly comparisons or even uh, competition and shared learning. Bjorn Schottenberg shares thoughts about the value of color coding and other visualization techniques around BMI and other metrics. And I highlight Louise's use of the term liver aware instead of liver health or liver wellness as a stronger way to stress the role of the liver in overall metabolic health instead of simply as a single organ in its own right. After having January away from the podcast, Bjorn, Louise, and I all are happy to be back. This discussion does not go into tremendous depth, but provides a high-level view of how complicated things might get for nozzle stakeholders in the year ahead. It's a bit to digest, so just sit back, listen, learn, enjoy. When you're done, join the dialogue on our LinkedIn discussion group. So, Louise, what's your month been? Besides the recognition from EchoSense I know about and um, the guy from London to Australia I know about and the pulled calf I go about, what, what you been up to? Louise Campbell. I suppose it's been quite busy. Towards Christmas, we launched the new website, which is a little bit more friendly, a little bit more focused on where we want to improve liver health, uh, and particularly fatty liver disease, and targeting that. Because I think when we talk about muscles, it's still muffled here in this side of the globe. So I have to change my language in between. I'm just getting used to the, the new nomenclature. Now I have to change it back to various bits here. But most people, until they come into healthcare, still refer to, and they look up fatty liver. They don't look up marzled, maffled. They haven't been exposed to those terms until we get into a diagnostic community and then look at that. So I think the reality is 99% of people who look up the liver health issues still look up those main terms. So we stick with that, but we look at the strengths of that. And I was looking at some figures yesterday. So our metrics for those have gone up like over two and a half thousand percent for accessing the website and things like that, which is good. We've always had good. Fantastic. It's very promising convert that into different things obviously as we know is what is the trigger but people are looking and to different areas but we've always had a very strong page on interpreting the results because we make it easy we color code it we do things like that but from so from Amazon health that that's good uh, a lot of interest obviously as people want more access to easy obtainable lock and load diagnostics to just be able to come in to do small rather than and bespoke rather than large academic units that have access to all of that so that's what I'm enjoying seeing that more people are trying to look at it as an option and identify and see liver health or assessment of I think I'd read a, a very good article in the hepatology journal and I think it was by a man Toxides and the team that looked at quality of life, whereby quality of life in those who didn't hadn't been diagnosed yet with fatty liver disease was a significant factor on poor quality of life. So where we look at quality of life studies, unless we've teased out who's got muscles and naffled, how can we say that that was an illness 
that was affecting the quality of life or background of the diseases. So it raises questions for me on that. So we look at that. MyLife365.me has now gone live in India and France. So when I was um, fortunate enough to be invited to speak at the big Ecosense meeting in France, I was able to get some of the guys there to download it, <laughs> including Lauren Sandering. So getting access for that, it is predominantly in English throughout the world, even in India, but we have had downloads. So we are now live in Canada, India, the US, UK, France and Australia, which is absolutely great because what we're finding is more people are interested to put their FibroScan results on it and see that rainbow colour from poorer liver health to improving liver health as they make their lifestyle changes. And for physicians just to be able to open a simple app when a patient walks in and say, oh, there's my history for the last two, three, four, ten years, because we will put on your retrospective results. It's way easier than ploughing through notes. You literally see the rainbow improvement of their liver health, obviously measured by FibroScan. So that's going really well. Jörn Schattenberg. Louise, I was going to cut in and say, you know, independent of the technology you're using to assess that, if you were able to visualize a result like that and have the patient reflect on changes, improvement, worsening, and let's say detach it from some of stigmatizing uh, aspects, for example, body weight, or, you know, they know weight goes up and down and my BMI, I can't really get it into there. I think that's a big gain for the patient you know, to, to detach it from something that's stigmatizing, but to have a readout that's physiological and pathophysiologically relevant and, and have it visualized. And I think what they've enjoyed is the ability to see that minor changes, either in the quality of diet, when they get to your clinics, changes their liver health. But then to be able to see it and know those numbers, but even not know the numbers, look at the color changes. And we do a red to green color through the spectrum, very similar to the steatosis grades that Ecosense use and the fibrosis from that. And the majority of our clients are the normal public health. It's steatotic liver disease, but they make a change. And then they can show their friends around a table. We've got guys in their 20s and girls who'll sit around a table and say, I can drink responsibly. This is my liver health. Have you tried this? So it's about stimulating that conversation for being liver aware, not necessarily liver disease aware, but liver health aware. And I think that's something that obviously we talk clinically here very much about liver disease. We know liver disease is the minority partner of poor liver health with endocrine and cardiology being probably the two main ones. But to be able to walk into a cardiologist or an endocrinologist and say, well, this is my tracked liver health through my hepatology department or independent provider. And this is how it's improved. And again, that reinforces to endocrinologists, because I've seen some with pre-diabetes recently, that things can change rather than just the scales, because we're not interested off the hips, but we do want to see it out of the lobe. So that's by far the biggest engagement that we're getting feedback on is the fact of people being able to track and walk into a, a doctor's office and go, I can see what my liver's done. And thank you, it's changing. And doctors quite like it because it literally shows a colour change or not, because we know Fibroscan can be the biggest lie detector on, yes, I've changed my diet, doctor, or my alcohol intake, or I'm drinking less sugar beverages. So it's been busy. So, that's, so I'll tell you, uh, you use the phrase liver aware, which I think I like better than liver health aware or liver disease aware, right? Right? Because as, as we talk about frequently, if, if, if the, to go back to Stephen, if the liver is the canary in the coal mine, then in fact, you really need to understand what it means to be the canary, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we've got clinics here in Perth for this month. I did a few last week. I've got a few this week and then I've got one later on in the month. The ones this week are, are booked out. And remember, Fibroscan here is not Medicare refunded yet. I was going to ask about that. And I think when we get like any major health system where Medicare or there's a private payer system, once we get to a liver unit, Medicare is a 
irrelevant because we use it as a diagnostic assessment within our own speciality. So Medicare is not relevant when you get to senior hepatology. But for people to be engaging and to be more interested, to have serial scans, to just check their health. And all I can say is my husband slightly indulged since the French, the World Cup rugby in France. So he's back on his track. So we'll see. So it is interesting, but it pushing a slightly different liver aware agenda to mainstream health and being a mainstream health provider is certainly on the Lord hard. It is. It has been a hard five years, both in the UK and obviously we have NICE who have approved and all of that should go live around about the 1st of April, depending on codes and stuff. So it's been exciting and it's going to be exciting, I hope. I'm busy. And now back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded the conversation or send an email to questions at surfingmash.com. We'll be back next week with a stakeholder-centric look at the issues of 2024. Until then, stay safe, surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.